upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Fucking... the two-man power trip of wrestling i'm your host jp john pause with me today very special guest he is a former wwf junior heavyweight champion seven-time wwc world tag team champion one half of the conquistadors jose estrada senior jose welcome to the two-man power trip how you doing oh i'm doing fine thank you for inviting me to your show it's a pleasure to be talking to you and to the audience so what have you been up to? What's going on in your world? Oh, in my world in Puerto Rico, well, I, you know, I'm not wrestling anymore, which is, I'm just turned 74 to, to, uh, about a week ago. And I, nothing, I'm taking it easy, you know, at home, walking around here, and I go and play horses. That's, that's my hobby, horses. Love it. So what's going on with the autograph scene? I guess you're heading back out in uh, in a few months, right? You're going to be heading Philadelphia and a few other areas. Well, yes. Uh, according to Jose Luis, yes. But he hasn't speak to me and told me what's going on. You know, I don't. I, I don't like uh, when they do deals like that without letting me know. I like to know ahead of time. The best. The best thing is when you know things ahead of time, you know what you're going to do. But if you don't know anything, I go crazy. I go berserk. Because then I don't know what's going on. What is uh, Jose Luis waiting for? What's he doing? I have no idea. I have no idea. He calls once in a blue moon. Because I saw, I think it was Philadelphia in March. I saw, the, oh, the conquistadors are going to be there. And they were promoting it. And I guess maybe you... He kind of did that on his own. Well, see, you know more than me. What's the uh, relationship like with Jose Luis these days? Obviously, one half of the conquistadors. Well, you know, we've always been friends. We know each other for more than 35 years, close to 40. But, uh, you know, Jose Luis... He's a hell of a nice guy, but uh, he wants to do the deals whatever he wants to drag me with him. So he don't, you know, 
Sometimes I tell a listener, Jose Luis, if you're going to make a deal, you have to count with me. You know what I mean? Count me on it. Because if you don't count me on it, you don't know what I'm thinking. You don't know if I want to go or not. You don't know if I, if I have things to do. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I hardly see you and, and, and you don't call. So, well, I understand his problem. He has kids over there in New Jersey and he likes to go whenever they ask him and he goes, but I don't have no kids. My kids are here in Puerto Rico. Yeah. You know, and with yeah. this, and with this going now with the COVID-19 and all these things, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's very difficult to be traveling, especially in planes. You never know who's going to sit next to you, and he probably has it. And, you know, I already took my disease because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Vietnam vet, so I'll go to the <clears throat> veteran hospital saying I, I take care of myself. But it's still, you still could get it no matter what. That's very true, and uh, thank you for your service. I wanted to mention that no. uh, Vietnam thank vet, you. yeah. Thank you for your, and thank you for your support. So, with him, you said you mentioned or met him thirty-five years ago. Where did you guys meet? Was it WWBC? Was it uh, ah. Puerto Rico or WWF? No, no, no. Uh, we we met in New York. You know, I, I, I was born here in Puerto Rico, but at the age of uh, uh, 13, I, I went to immigrate with my with my parents, you know, to New York. To tell you exactly, was on September the 25th of 1959 on a Friday, and we left from here from San Juan, and we landed in the at that time New York, Iowa. It used to be Iowa, not Kennedy. Now it's Kennedy. In 1959, that was on a Friday. I, then I went to live in Brunswick, uh, Brooklyn. In Brunswick, Brooklyn, that's when I, the next very day, uh, I joined the Brunswick Recreation Center. It was a club for people that wants to, you know, do hobby. You, you learn how to cook and you learn how to play uh, basketball. They teach you all kinds of stuff. They had a big Olympic swimming pool. And they also had the wrestling, but I never went into the wrestling place. I used to do the other things. Then years, well, Two years after that, that's when I went into the wrestling, but uh, just because for a hobby. Never thought I'd become a professional, you know, so I was lucky. When you... And, yes. Like, when you break in, are you aware of, like, pro wrestling? Or, like, were you ever a fan? Like, were you, like, familiar with it at all? No. When I was a kid, I used to watch uh, Channel 5 in New York. And watch the wrestling. In I remember uh, Bruno Zamatino, Bobby Davis, and all these guys. But I I, I I wasn't watching wrestling at all after that. And uh, then when I met my wife, that's when they had it in the club. But I told you about it, Brownby the Recreation Center. Uh, her brothers were, used to wrestle there, so. I went to see them one time, and then I I, I started keep going, you know, there. And, and when I went into not to join because I, I you see I belong to the club, so I didn't have to pay any 
to teach him to 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 learn how to wrestle. Plus, I didn't I didn't I didn't need to because uh, the first day that I went in there, I did all the falls and I did them perfectly. And the guy says, uh, "Have you ever been uh, wrestling in some places? Do you learn how to wrestle?" I said, "No, this is this is my first time that I go coming into a wrestling place and a ring." Is she's and he says, "Wow, man, you know, I mean, you you to me it looks rare because you must have learned how to wrestle somewhere." I said, "No, no, I'm telling you the truth. No, I'm not." So. I started going there every day, and every day I used to, uh, well, they used to open like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and those were the days that I used to go, and I used to go the five, the, the five days from Monday to Friday, but for wrestling, I used to go those three days, and then I started doing it uh, frequently, but then I changed my mind. Uh, one time I got hurt and I said, nah, I ain't wrestling no more. So I quit and I stay away for like for nine years. And uh, I came to Puerto Rico. I wanted to join the police force here in Puerto Rico. So I took the, 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 the exams and everything. I passed them all. But then I had a problem with one of the sergeants. And, you know, he says, man, this is not for me. This is not funny. I, I, it can be. I want a job where I can support my family, but uh, the pay here was very low, and and then you had uh, those kind of people that the first thing they say, you come to to New York because to take out our, our jobs. I said, get out of here. So that turned me off. I went back to New York. I started working in a bodega. You know. And then from the bodega, I jumped into the, with, to work as security in the schools with the Board of Education. I was uh, security there, had the IS-171, uh, Abraham Lincoln 171, that's in Richwood and Nicolo uh, in Brooklyn. And I, I was all by myself, and I took care of that building. And... That's when a friend of mine walked in, Frank Williams, and he says, uh, I have a tryout to go to uh, Philadelphia for the, with the WWF. I said, yeah, okay, good for you. He says, yeah, but I want you to come with me, man. I said, no, man, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. I don't want to know about wrestling. So he says, come on, come on. He, he, he kept on going. Then he, on to the last, the last minute, said, Jose, uh, Frank, I'm working, you know, please. So he left. When I got home that afternoon, he was in my house. And he already spoke to my wife, and my wife said, listen, why don't you go with him tomorrow, you know? I said, okay, all right. I'm not going to argue no more. I'll go with you. So I went. I left them out there at the old Philadelphia Arena, and I went to walk around. Because I like to see when I go to a place, I like to see how the city and look at things. So I came back like this was around. <clears throat> that I left it there around one o'clock. I came back around five thirty, and I when I knock on the door, uh, the uh, Gorilla Monsoon, James Marella, he opens the door for me, 
And he says, oh, you Jose? I said, yes. I said, do you wrestle? I said, no. He says, William told me you do. I said, no, I don't wrestle. Yes, yes, you wrestle. You got your outfit? I said, no. William told me you have your outfit in the car. He says, listen, Miller, I need a guy for two matches. That's exactly what he told me. I need one person for two matches because I'm supposed to be getting the guys from Detroit and then I come in. I'll pay you well. And I said, okay, two matches, that's it. Okay, so my first match was, was uh, the Angel of Death, Sullivan. In the second match, uh, I was in a, in a, in a Palmetti and myself, a handicap match against Andrew the Giant. I said to myself, wow, this guy is 7'4", 481 pounds. What am I going to do with this guy? Well, I did wrestle. He took me, he slammed me, and then he splashed me. I said, wow. You know, so I told him, I said, this is it. I'm not coming anymore. And then he calls me. Gino called me and he says, Jose, I want you to know that Vince wants you tomorrow in the other place for TV. He says, William didn't pass the, the tryout, but you did. I said, yeah, but I didn't come here for the tryout. He was him. He said, but can you please come? I said, no, I don't own a car. William owns a car. I don't. And he says, okay, let's uh, keep, I, I keep William through until we find somebody that tag you with you. I said, okay. But until they find Johnny Ross, we, we were wrestling and doing you know, spot shows and things like that. Until they find Johnny Ross, when they find Johnny Ross, they told me, they called me again, they said, listen, we're going to get rid of Williams, and we want you to go travel with Johnny Ross. I says, no. I says, if Williams doesn't can, can wrestle with us, then I'm not here. To, I'm here because he brought me in. So if you're going to get rid of him, I'm not coming back. That's it. Are you either giving him a job or you lose him? Both of us. So they gave him a job. He says, okay, we, we, we'll take uh, Williams. And I lasted like uh, almost 18, 18 years. When Are you, you there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That That's such a great story because, like, when you first get there, it's almost like Gorilla Monsoon wants you more than you want him. You know what I mean? Which is kind of crazy. Usually guys are dying to get in WWWF, and you were almost not as interested. He really wanted you. That's right. You almost won. And you know, not only him, everybody that came from the South to wrestle in New York, they all they used to call Vince and says, I want I like to have a match with Jose Estrada. And every time that I used to go T V or go to Spike Show, the first name I looked at the new guy I had. I have Buckland where he came in. His first match in TV was with me. 
Hulk Hogan, his first match. Ultimate Warrior, his first match. Robinson Rebrew, his first match. Everybody, everybody wants Jose, a piece of Jose Estrada. Well, that's pretty well, pretty amazing. They, they, excuse me. That's amazing though. Like all those guys' first matches. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know they they see. I took my job seriously. You understand? If I'm gonna wrestle, I'm gonna make the best of it. I'm not here to to play around in Bravo Sierra with these people, you know? I'm gonna wrestle and they have to wrestle with me, it's, it's gonna be hard. I was, a, I was the type of guy that I didn't get tired at all. I didn't get tired at all because when I started wrestling in that little club and they had the pool, I used to go after three hours of spending wrestling in the, in, 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 in the, we, at the at the club, I used to go then, but when I went ahead in the pool, and I used to go on the water a lot, a lot, a lot. So my lung got bigger and I didn't get tired. I, I could I could wrestle for two, three hours without getting tired. Not now, but uh, at that time, you know. And that's why that's why the they they kept me and they want me because I would make high spots like crazy. And they all love that. You know what I mean? Tony Garia loved to you. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Kurt Herning. Well, we used to have great matches, but that's it. So when you... They made the money. They made the money and I made them. When you first yes. uh, got there, what did you think about Vince Sr.? Vince Sr.? Mm-hmm. Well, to tell you the truth, Vince Sr., to me, I mean, he... Well, I can tell you a little story about Vince Sr., but I'll tell you, he was a great guy with me, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't have nothing to regret. From him, you understand? Mm-hmm. He he, I did wrestling TV like for six months, never never spot show. So one day I asked Johnny Ross, says, "What up that big book there? You know, I look at that big book, I see all your names, but I don't see mine." And Johnny say, he says to me, "You know why? Because they're using you in TV. But this is where we make money." In the spatio, I said, oh, yeah? So I said, who do I have to talk to? He says, Johnny told me, he said, you got to talk to Vince? I said, okay. Next, Madison Square Garden, I knew that he used to take a little bit of time talking on the phone to, on the phone, payphone, to, to L.A., to Mike LaBelle. So I went there early. And when he was on the phone, I looked, I, I saw him, and I stand there. And we waiting until he finished the phone call. When he finished his phone call, I said, Vince, may I speak to you? And this was his reaction. Uh, yeah, uh, 
I can get your name right now. I looked at it and I said, I worked for you six months and you don't know my name? Get out of here. I had a bunch of quarters in my hands. I threw them up in the air and I started walking away. And then he says, Estrada, please, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Don't, don't go. So I turned around. I said, now you remember my name? He says, I'm sorry. I was just in a phone call and, you know, he gave me all the... But he says, what can I do for you? I said, listen, for six months, I've been working for you doing TV. No high spot. No, nothing outside the TV. No spot there. Shows, you know, spot shows there. So I'm going to tell you something right now. If I'm not good, if I'm good to work on TV and I'm not good to work in the spy show, today, today, right now, is the last time that you're going to see me because I'm not going to come back. He says, no, please, Jose, please. Come back on next TV and look at me, okay? See me. I say, okay. So when I walked through that door on the next TV, he was waiting for me. He said, Jose, come here, come here. I said, yes. He said, look at the book. So I look at the book. He gave me two months every day of shows on, on, on almost all of them in Connecticut. There was little houses. They made that much of my money, but he kept me working. And from there on, that was it. The rest of history, I stayed there. Never again, I was out of job. I worked a restaurant. Every day I went to the Middle East. I went everywhere they sent me. You know? You know how many in those years, how many, how many times did I miss the show? In 18 years, three days I've missed the shows. Two because the snow. I live in New York with my sister. And I couldn't see my car. I couldn't find it under the snow. And one more because my car broke down. That was the only three days that I never wrestled when I was with the World Wrestling Federation. And, you know, but he treated me okay. He treated me in junior, too, the, his son. He treated me okay. I don't have no, 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 no problem. But... Uh, when they like you and they want you, they keep you. If not, they get rid of you. What did you think was the difference between Vince Jr. and Vince Sr., if there was any? It seemed like Vince Sr., pretty stand-up guy. Well, the, the old man, that we call them, the old man was very strict, you know? And when he... Shake your hands and tell you, I'm going to make $100,000. He means that. He was very strict. You know? You could, you, you, if you tell him, I want to go someplace, he will do everything to get you there and, and make sure that the, the people on, the, on that place take care of you. The union... He wasn't like that, Union, you know. He, like I, like I, uh, like I always told the guys, I said, 
the junior where he lived, he went from coast to coast. You know, he bought everybody, right? So to me, he did like in the well, Pacino Dean Godfather. He he bought all the offices, all the offices. All the office, and he kept them all coast to coast. So we have more work. He gave everybody, whoever he bought the the, the show from, he gave him a job for a hundred thousand dollars and kept them You know, kept them alive. Nobody could could go against him. That's what he did. Vince never would have done that because. When when we went in, there was 19 offices from coast to coast. There was 19. When Junior took it, he got rid of everybody. Vince had 51 percent, so that's why he let uh, his son uh, 51. who had the power. Well, God of mine, they put they put food on my table, and as long as they put food on my table and I was okay, that I okay. If I didn't like it, I would go to them and say, son, I don't, I just don't like it. I, don't. I, I didn't make that much money like these guys that they made 10000 a week and things like that. But for my, for what I did and what I was doing, at that time, you know, they, what they pay me, to them, they looked like it was okay. To me, well, I had to take it. I didn't have no other choice. Well, like I said, I don't regret it. And I, if I, if I was John again and I had to do it all over, I will. I will. What did you think about him just kind of taking over the world? Did you think he was crazy at that point, or did you think, wow, this is just a you know global domination? Well, you know, he's a promoter. He see things. He he says. Uh, when uh, right now, to me and his son, uh, they're not doing that that good. But Beans Beans has a vision. Beans has a vision to do things. You know what I mean? What what really we didn't like about Beans was when he was wrestling. To us, it's like taking a job from one of the boys. You know why you? The boss wants to wrestle. Why? You know, somebody is out of a job because you you want to wrestle, and that's what they they do. Why? You don't need it. You got the money. We make, we wrestle to make money. Why do you want to wrestle and and keep one of the boys? You know. Sitting down and don't make the money. That I never, I never understand. But they were the bosses. Just when the boss talked, everybody else shut up, and we says, "Okay." Right. Just rewinding back, like when you were during the first time in WWF, you beat Tony Correa. You're the, you know, you're the junior title holder. 
Does that mean anything to you? Yes. Were they doing anything with the junior division at that time, or was that just a way to get Tetsumi Fujinami the title so that they could bring it back to Japan? Like, was that ever any plan to do anything with that title here in the states? No, no, they didn't. They, didn't, they just did it for that day, and uh, and they, they brought it, they, they, Fujinami. I, I went to when I went to Japan. Then I, I went to. Uh, L.A. and I kept on going a couple of more uh, states, uh, chasing chasing uh, Fujinami, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to. They didn't want to do nothing else. They didn't want to do it with me. That's it. They didn't want to do it with me. That's all, that's the way I see it. But what can we do? Right? True. He could have been nice. He could have been nice. Well, he took me. That took me to to Japan, and I went nine times to Japan, you know. But it took me the first time to Japan, which I'd never been there. I never, well, I, I was in Nam, but I, you know, Wake Island, uh, Hawaii, all those places down the Pacific, but not never in in in, in, in Japan. So I did uh, I rest to Japan, and I kept on going a couple of times first, and then. I stopped and then I started going with the guys from Puerto Rico there too. But uh, they could have made something good with the title. I made good connection with the Tiger Mask and not with Fujinami. Fujinami after that day, oh no, he's. I hate to say it, but uh, he was glory hound after that. You know, he became a glory hound. Wow, he and he became a huge I mean, star in Japan too. Yeah, but I, I one of the one of the guys that I really did like when I was in the World Wrestling Federation was Tony Korea. He was a hell of a nice guy. He's he's a hell of a nice guy. A really good match it seems, and it was easy to work with him. You tell Larry Sabisco, I saw him in, in, in a couple of times in signing autograph. You go and talk to him like he doesn't know you. Jose Luis says, wait, wait, let, let me talk to him. I said, yeah, yeah. Don't talk to him. He doesn't want to talk to us, so let it go. Same thing with Shawn Michael. Same thing with uh, Ivan Pusky. You know? They're like that. But... Hey. They forgetful, or they just don't want to be bothered. Well, I guess they forget. <laughs> they forget because I'm pretty sure if anybody says, "Hey, we're going to have a, a wrestling match over here," and then Jose Strad is here, I would bet that everybody wants to wrestle me. See? No, no, no. Put me with him. No, no. Yeah, let me let me have the match with him. That's the way it is. Right now, you know what they do? They 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 fight for for position. That's what they do in WWE, fighting for position. This guy wants to be better than the other one, and then and they the wrestling so, or they're doing all the talking, talking, talking. The women's the women's are taking over. They are the one. So. Do you watch a lot of current wrestling? 
I don't, I don't watch wrestling anymore. Never, no. My son, as I wonder, was that was my grandson. Him, sometimes he says, Dad, he called me, he always called me Dad, because when he was born, he came to my house, and he stayed with us, he's been with us ever since, and he's 26 years old already. And, uh, and he said, Dad, let's go and watch these matches. I said, no. So I watch boxing, and I watch horse racing. I don't watch wrestling anymore. I was never a fan of, of wrestling, never. You know, I did like what I did because of the job, because he was putting food uh, on my table. But uh, I don't care about wrestling anymore. Over here in Puerto Rico, how many times they call me? Oh, plenty. Jose, come on. Oh, you just say, say hello to the guys. Yeah. When they came here, about maybe about Fifteen years ago, the first show they threw WWE, they came. Uh, I went to see them. You know who told me to get out of the? the and I was in the, I was not even in the dressing room. Steamboat. Oh, Vince doesn't want no nobody here. I looked at it. I said, "Okay." So when I'm walking away. Flair said, what do you, what do you say? Told him, what do you say? That Vince doesn't, and that's Jose Strata. And Shawn Michael came to him and said, is that Jose Strata? Wow, you don't remember Jose Strata now? You let, and I turned around, I said, and I'm sorry I had to say that, but I turned around, I said, today, and I said, don't worry, all the stooges are like that. All the stooges are like that. And I don't need this. I never went back. They called me the other times that they came in. Jose, come back. I never went. Never. A little disrespectful by like, them, yeah. But I hey, amigo. He was fired from WWF because he wants to, his wife wants to bring the kid in the ring and Vince told him no. And he said, and she said to Vince, if he doesn't, if we, if we, if I can carry the kid to the ring when he goes in, he's not gonna wrestle here no more. And Vince says, "Well, this is gonna be his last match here," and fire him that day because of his wife. You think that's? <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I, what am I? What am I gonna do with a guy like that? I cannot argue. I just let him. Uh, you win. That's it. That don't hurt me. Seemed like his wife was a bit of a problem, uh, Steamboat, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But let it be, let it be. I know one thing. I know one thing. When when they fire uh, the Ultimate Warrior, I was here in Puerto Rico, but if I would have been there, he would have never got fired. Never. Never. They double-crossed him. They double-crossed that kid. And he was a hell of a nice guy. They double-crossed him. They knew he was going high. And they crossed him. 
double cross. I didn't like that. So, but I was here in Puerto Rico. I could never reach him to talk to him because I was his mentor. I used to. Re- Vince told me take care of of on the uh, Ultimate Warrior every day. Go with him every day, every day, every day, wherever he goes to the gyms and everything. He used to find gyms at 2 o'clock in the morning. Works me up. Jose, I found a gym open. So let's go. I never tell him no. I said, let's go. Huh? He stopped pumping and I, <laughs> and I took a bench and I, uh, I lay down. I said, wake me up whenever he's ready to go back to the hotel. You know? But what they did to him, was bad. Was bad. He wasn't him that did what they, what they did. He was he was double cross. Meaning, like to talk about that. meaning when yes. he um when he said he wanted more money, they gave him the more money, and then as soon as he came back, they fired him. He's talking about that time. Yes, yes, yes. He wasn't going to ask for no money. Boy, the double crossing, they said, go ahead, ask for it. Ask for it. You deserve that. Ask for it. See? And with mine, he asked for it. If I was there, I would never let him ask for it. Never. But it was the only way to get him out of there. Double crossing him. Interesting, you guys were so close. You were, you know, kind of like his mentor a bit. Amigo, he, he was a good friend. He was a good friend, and he hurt me a lot when I when I found out that he was <clears throat> fired because of that. Because of that. Now, as far as your time as the conquistadors, when you you know, like late eighties, eighty seven, eighty eight, WBF. When they put you guys together, you and Jose Luis Rivera, they kind of bill you guys as somewhere in Latin America. What did you think about the gimmick? You mean you're under a mask, you're in on this gold outfit. Did you like the Conquistador gimmick? Oh, yeah. We liked the Conquistador gimmick. Then we was good to make uh, everything. But we was double-crossed also. Joe Scalpa, Strombo. He told Vince, you don't need those guys in an outfit. Those guys can make you. They can wrestle single. They can wrestle, they can wrestle in tag team. They can wrestle without, without, with one outfit. They can wrestle with another outfit. You got like six matches with him. You put him under the outfit as a conquistador, you lose about four of them. See? Double cross. But you, but you, you know, you like the gimmick and you like teaming with Jose. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, I can wrestle. I can make. I can tag team with everybody. Anybody, man. I can tag team, and I don't. And we, we can wrestle, and we can do. I tag team with my sons, with my two sons. I tag team here in Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? And I tag team with some other guys. And when I lost two, two, two friends, they. They they went back to the state because they fired him. 
I, they, they took a guy that didn't even, didn't even know how to wrestle. And I told him, that, so you, you stand here and don't do nothing. I do everything, okay? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't you know, I don't, how would I say it? I, uh, I, I help people. I help people. I help them. I help them every, every, everything I can. I was five steps in front of everybody. Everything comes out wrong, I will fix it right away in the ring. What did you They say I, we was a job boys. We wasn't no job boys. We was the star makers. We made them. That's different. What, like, what do you think about, like, that term, whatever, like, the job and or the quote-unquote the enhancement guy? What did you think about that? Number one, excuse me, I didn't understand the question. Like when they Let call, again, when they say you guys are enhancement guys, or like you said, job guys, but, you know, you're star makers instead. Like, what did you think about that? Because, you know, you're in there with no, some, I, some great guys, and you're making them look good, too. Oh, yeah. But I, but I, but like I used to say, and then when they said, oh, no, you, you, you know, you guys are, are job boys. I said, no, we're star makers. We make you guys. You want to you want to know something? Mm-hmm. Every guy wrestled in the World Wrestling Federation, all the high spot. You know what's a high spot, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, all the high spot, all of them, I called them for them and for me. I called them all the high spot. I made them look good. That's why I said I'm a star maker. All of them. Okay? Oh, they get the glory. And I sit in the corner. But I make them. I made them. I didn't have to argue around them. Why? That's the job I had. That's what was put uh, put on my table. You know? You 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 <laughs> they they become they become uh, monsters, big monsters. Oh wow! Did you see the what kind of match we had with Jose Estrada and Jose Luis or with Jose Estrada and Johnny Ross? Yeah, man. Oh wow, super. They don't say, wow, Jose Estrada gave me all those high spots to make me look good. All of them. You know, I yep. used to sit in my house and watch, and watch Mexican TV and, 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 and grab high spots on them and then do it with them in the World Wrestling Federation. I used to check them on TV here and then use them here. Yeah. And there was a lot of good matches, like with the Young Stallions, and especially at that point. Even the Bushwhackers, the Rockers were great matches you guys had. The Rougeos, the Killer Bees, Strike Force, British Bulldogs. I mean, there were so many good tag teams then at WWF for you guys to work with. That's right. That's right. Did you guys kind of pride yourself on making sure you always had the best match? Because it seemed like a lot of the nights you guys definitely were having the best matches. 
You keep having the best match and you get a little bonus for it. Mm-hmm. I think the big. I wrestle. Yeah. Oh, no, continue. Yes. I wrestle 1988. Yeah, 88. 87 to 88. I'm sorry. 87. To 88. Uh, New Year's Eve. We was in Muskegon, Michigan. It was snowing. My goodness. And I says, wow. Is nobody going to come here today? And the place was full. You know who didn't go there? Mostly of the wrestlers. And Jose Strada wrestled at daytime four times and nighttime four times. I wrestled Jose Strada, I wrestled as a conquistador, I, I wrestled as a white angel, and I, I wrestled in tag team. Oh, wow. Four times. And then four times at nighttime. In the daytime, uh, nighttime. The very next day, we was in Lansing, Michigan. Also the same thing because a lot of the guys, including Harley Harley Race, was absent. 
So I had to, I had to cover up for him. Okay? The following year, the same thing. They didn't show up, and I had to wrestle. Four times in the afternoon, four times at night. You know, like we're talking about two days, 16 times I wrestled. They didn't took that into consideration at all. So. <laughs> I hope That's you got paid did. four times, right? I mean, if you're wrestling four times. No. 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 Damn. Should have, though, probably. And I think that's uh, right. a great. If I would have collected all the all the pays from the guys that they they was out, I would have made maybe seven or eight thousand dollars. But no, if I was gonna pay, I get paid five hundred dollars for that day. They probably they gave me about six hundred and fifty dollars for seven more matches. They gave me one hundred and fifty. Looking back at Survivor Series 88, that was definitely a huge high point for the Conquistadors because you guys are in the the final team. Really, they had the demolition and the powers of pain have the double turn. You guys are the last team to face the powers of pain. Were you you thinking then like, oh, maybe maybe we're going to get a little push here? I mean, that was a big moment on a big pay-per-view against, you know, one of their big teams. You know what? I never, I never in my in my mind after what happened before that he in the Scarpa double crossed I I never in my mind thought about I'm gonna get another push. Never. I never. Because yeah, uh, you guys didn't even really team after that, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. I I I went to Puerto Rico. I came to Puerto Rico, and I stayed here until nineteen couple of years. And I make I made a, I made a, myself a name of, as a super medic. I made myself a name with super medic, and I was wrestling. Uh, I started as a heel, and then I became a baby face. And everybody knows me here as the super medic. I did okay. So, but I, uh, the old man sent me, you know, the old man sent me because the uh, Puerto Rico called me and says, uh, you know, so he called me. At, I was in Boston at the Bravo Hotel, and he's a, and he's a senior. He called me. He says, Jose. I say, yeah, this is wings. I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm the king of England, and I hang up. He called me again. He says, Jose, it's me, wings. I said, yeah, like I said, I'm the king of England, and I hang up again. He called me for the third time. I was in, I was in the room. He said, Jose, wait, 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 wait. Write this number and call me back, collect in Florida, my house. So when he gave me the number, 
then I realized, I said, I think it's, it is beans, you know? I said, oh, my God. So I called him. And he says, Jose, I don't know. You don't have to be an excuse yourself because I know the boys, they do all kinds of jokes and things like that. But I want to tell you that uh, the day after tomorrow, Jose from Puerto Rico called me. He says he wants you there. They're going to make a tag team. And they got, uh, there was a guy from the state. And I can't recall his name right now. And he says, uh, I want you to go there, Jose. And I told him, Vince, I know how it's Puerto Rico. I don't want to go there. Really, I don't want to go. But if you send me, you the boss, I'll go. But not because I want to go. They asked me, but I said no. So they went through you. If you send me, I'll go. But for me, no, I don't want to go. He says, well, I want you to go. I said, okay, I go. He says, you start the day after tomorrow. I said, all right. But this is what I want Vince to say. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I, I made him say, yes, I want you to go. Because anything happens, I says, no, you send me. See? And it happens. It happens. Because he told me, Jose, if they don't pay you the treat to pay, you let me know. Because I send you the, the, the ticket right away, and I pay you the money wherever they own you. Don't worry about it, okay? I said, no, I won't. Now that you're sending me, I, I won't worry. And that was it. And I, was, I started making my name and everything. Then one day, they want the... They had the the big show. We put him in the in the stadium, thirty four thousand people in the stadium, and and they only gave me a day. It, this was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They only gave me a Friday in Ponce, and then and they kept me out Saturday. The big show at the park, and and my away on. Sunday. So I said, okay. I call the same Friday. I call Vince. I said, hey, Vince, do you have anything for me? Because I guess they don't want me here no more. So they had the big shows, three big shows. Baba is here. All big shows, you know, from Japan, Inoki, and all this. They only gave me one day, Friday. Saturday and Sunday, they, they keep me off. He says, what? I said, like you hear. I said, but if you can, he, he, I'm going to ask him for my money on Sunday to make sure that I that I could go with money down to, to New York. He said, Jose, thank you for calling me because I need somebody to work at the Madison Square Garden this morning, this Monday. We connect the guy from Mexico. I said, all right, I'll be there. And he says, and don't worry about the two other shows. Don't worry about it. So, okay. So when I got to the to the arena on Friday, 
Colón, en José González, y dice, hey amigo, ¿y you got matches tomorrow en Sunday? Who told you that you don't, you don't, you don't wrestle? I said, well, who told me? Who made the schedule? You made the schedule. You told me one day that you made the schedule to Jose. I said, it is the schedule. But he says, there, it's Friday. Saturday off, Sunday off. I don't make that. He says, no, 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 no. This was an error. This was an error. So you got to work out Saturday. You have to work out Sunday. I said, okay. When I was going out the door, I, I turned around and said, Vince has a lot of power, huh? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I like the door. I like the door. I let them know that Vince... That I knew that Vince called him. But that's, that's, that's the way it is. Do you like working for Carlos Colon in, in Puerto Rico? I mean, obviously, Super Medico gimmick was super over there, but no, did like, you like it? No, but like I said, I was sent by Vince. They couldn't, they, they couldn't mess with me. See? Mm hmm. No, 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 they, man, those guys, uh, Colón, Colón is uh, a Muppet for Jovica, his partner. He's a Muppet. You understand? Mm -hmm. Whatever Jovica do, Jovica is the one that handles the money. Jovica is, Jovica is millionaire. Carlos, Carlos, Carlos ain't got nothing. He has no money. Nothing. He used to go to the casino. He used to go to. He used to finish a, a big uh, main event match with Adula, and and then he used to go to San Juan and get into San Juan Hotel Casino with Adula next to Adula playing playing roulette or playing the black. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Twenty one, whatever, or poker, and blue and, and just blue. Ten, fifteen thousand there. They didn't pay us, but they they they, they would play. See, so it's not that I enjoyed it with them. Nah, not at all. It was my job. Remember, it's my job. I'll do my job, and I don't argue. They mess with me, I call the right person. That's it. So as we, that was the way it is. Now, 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 this is, wrestling is not going to get up no more. I tell you that. It won't be no more wrestling the way we used to wrestle before. The only thing they have now is a lot of stories, talking stories and this and that. And I don't know how the people like that. <laughs> the wrestling talking about stories. Well, that's it. It's no more. Wrestling is no more. You went down the drain. Very true. And it, and it's a change, you know. So for such for such nights, you know, and and you used to travel a lot and things like that, but not anymore. Like I said, these guys now they fight for, for position, and then, you know they want to knock you down to get you off because they want to. 
they, they, they're willing to do anything to squeal on you so they can get rid of you so they can be in touch. So as we hit the wind down, so what? I was going to say, as we hit the wind down, head towards the finish, where's the favorite place that you ever worked? Was it WWF? Was that your favorite territory? Well, I, I only work in, in New York because I used to pay get paid good, you know, not that mm-hmm. much, but it was a pay. It would pay you. I went to LA. LA, I work a week. I only got paid two hundred dollars one week, and I did. <laughs> I did five day wrestling. See, but the territory was bad. You know, with the Mexicans over there. But I wrestled in LA because I called. I was going to Japan. And I told uh, Vince, I said, I got relatives in California. I've never been in California. Can you please book me in California? He said, sure, yeah, let me, let's go my global right now. And, and he booked me, and, he, and, I'm, and, and we made a little story with uh, Chavo Guerrero, that was the, the, the champion there. See? And uh, for me to... I spent three weeks, three weeks there. But I did wrestling. We used to go to San Diego and all these those places. Uh, and but uh, the other places I didn't go in the south because in the south they don't like you. You know. And uh, I was in plus Vince asked me one time, the senior. He asked me. He said, Jose, why do you stay here? Why didn't you go? to another territory, I would send you, and then I would bring you back. I said, yes, but Vince, uh, do you know that I'm married and have four kids? What? I said, I'm married and have four kids. If I, if I go to another territory, I have to take my, my wife and my kids. I can leave them here, because if I leave them here, I have to support them here, and then I have to support myself over there. And if I don't make it too much money, I'm going to have to leave, and you're not going to like that. So that's why I never asked you to book me in another territory. But if you don't want me here, you let me know, because I could go anywhere and work as a, in the bodega or work as security. I'm a, you know, that's one thing. I'm, not going, I'm, not, I, I, I'm going to put food on my table any which way I can as long as legal. And he says, so I didn't know you was, uh, you was married. I said, yes, I am. I am married. And what he did was, then he started paying me more. He started paying me more, which I, I, I was very surprised there, but uh, I really appreciate that, you know? Do you have, Favorite matches or favorite opponents looking back? I mean, you wrestled so many guys' first matches, so many great wrestlers. Do you have favorite matches or favorite opponents? No, 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 no. You know, I opened the Madison Square Garden seven years in a row. First match? Wow, didn't know that. That's seven amazing. Years. 
every day, every every Madison Square Garden, every month, I wrestle the first mic. Being just to tell me, go ahead, Jose, warm up the people. Come on. I say, how long do you want me to go? Do you want me to go two hours? He said, no, just go. When you know, he says, you know, you know, when you see the people in any hat, go. I said, all right. So I used to go in, Bravo Sierra, all around, over here, over there, boom, 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 boom. Then I started doing the matches, and when the people were just a little hot, I used to, you know, when they was quiet, I used to jump up everything in Spanish. I used to tell them, hey, shut up and go home. And they started booing me off. Go on, rest them up. Spent 30 minutes or whatever. And then, that's all, they that's all they need. For the only matches, so I want the people for them. But I, I didn't have no space in, no. No, not in station. No. I just wanted to come in and do my match and go. What? I hate it when they try, you know, they try to, uh, how you call it, uh, play me like a dumb. You know what I mean? I remember one time we were in the in Baltimore. In Baltimore is uh, where, where we wrestle. When you come out, you know, when you finish, it's bad because the people jams all over the cars and everything, and it takes, it's going to be a lot of traffic. So they put me on last with, uh, with Ivan Pusky. And I said, wow, man. I said, Pusky was very angry. He said, wow. But I got more angry when Arnold Scorer came and told me, Jose, make some time because we want to. We want to leave before the people go, come out of the arena. You know what I mean? Make some time. I looked at it and I said, okay. I went in, we went into the ring. And, and I saw, saw Pusky's face. Like, wow, he was angry. And uh, he started seeing him. So I hit him a couple of times. I threw him to the rope. I throw him a, a, a crossbow. He ducked. Boom. He's finished. One, two, three. I say, now we're going to go with them. If they get into a traffic, we get into a traffic too. Six, but six minutes. Maybe less. No. No, about, about 56 minutes. And then the next time I went there, he put me with uh, Rick Mantel, and we made nine seconds. No more. He didn't put me no more on last. If if you if you want to beat the traffic, don't tell me you want to beat the traffic. Just put me in the mansion. Don't say anything to me. You tell that's disrespectful. You telling me you know hold the people here so I can go and leave. Meanwhile, you don't care about me. So I get out of here. If we all go at the same time. <laughs> I love that. Very cool. Very cool, right? What would you say if somebody said, like, what's the legacy of Jose Estrada? What's the stamp you left behind? Like, what would you like? What would you say to that if someone says, "What's your legacy?" 
Well, my legacy is I'm very happy for my kids, I'll tell you that. that they're, they're both wrestlers. Jose Strada wrestled in Japan, also Jose Strada Jr. wrestled in Japan, also Julio, Julio Rico Zale wrestled in Japan. I help my kids through, how you call it, uh, meeting guys from other places. Like I met, met some Yasu, and when my son wants to uh, call me and says, Papi, they want me to go to, to Japan, uh, so excuse me, to Korea. But I heard that in Korea, the, the food is bad, the transportation is bad, the money is bad. I don't want to go there. I said, never, never turn down a, a place to go. Never turn down. And, and you know, never, never burn your bridges. I said, you go. If you see that things are bad, because all the guys can tell you the same thing. Maybe the, the guys that went there, they didn't like it. doesn't matter. It doesn't have to say that you don't like it. You just go there. Okay? And say, okay, so he went there. And, you know, when you get in, they put you in an auditorium and they start calling the names to give you an advance and everything. So when they call his name, Jose Estrada, he, he, he stands up, raises his hand, like, you know, yes, I'm here. And, and Yatsu looked at him and says, who's Jose Estrada? And he, he got up again and he raised his hand and said, oh, no, okay. And then... When they finished, my son went over and says, why did you ask who was Jose Strada? Why? He says, no, because I knew a guy in New York that helped me a lot. He helped me while I was in New York. And I thought it was you. But then he said, that was my father. The only Jose Strada in New York was my father. So he said, what's your father? You have a picture of your father? And he showed my picture. And he says, wow, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he helped me a lot. You know what? You're going to travel with us, and you're going to stay in the same hotel with us. You're going to be in the restaurant with us. You know, make his, his tour nice. So he's, he stayed for the, for the six months. When he told me, I said, you see, that's Yatsu. I know Yatsu. I, I help him a lot. So that's what that's what he what I did, and I'm 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 very glad that they 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 both both of my sons are good wrestlers. Yeah. So right. I'm fine. I, I I I love it. I love it, and I I used to go and watch it sometimes. You know, and plus Jose, I used to wrestle tag team with him. He used to go to Japan by himself as a creeper, the creeper. And and did good uh, too, but he got hurt in in World Wrestling Federation. He got hurt with Edge. The first day that Edge came into World Wrestling Federation, he jumped over the third row and and, and hurt his neck, so he he quit. Wow. But he would have he would now now he's correction. He's a correction in Tampa, Florida. 
Now, as far as you, do you have any plugs or anything? That, like, are you on social media? Do you do that? Is there anything you want to plug? Obviously, we don't know if the Kinky Stores are going to be in Philly or not in March. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. I thought, I thought this was, uh, I was going to be talking to the person about the the, the deal that they was going to give me to, to go and sign autograph. But no. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying something else. I was saying something else. But that's what I, you know, which I, you know, it's good. I never deny doing a, 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 an interview with, like, with anybody, you know what I mean? It's like, sometimes they come here, they had come to my house and they had uh, put the cameras there and they speak to them, speak. They call, they call me, I go, down to San Juan because I live 40 minutes from San Juan. And I go down and I do interviews and things like that. But uh, I'd rather be the playing horse than anything else. Yes, I got you. Enough of this wrestling <laughs> business stuff. I got you. Yeah, no, not anymore. No more wrestling for Jose Strada. No more wrestling. That's it. I just stand 74, but it's still no more wrestling. Not even to sit down and watch wrestling. Not even that. Not even that. Wow. Well, Mr. Strata, thank you so much for all the time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for taking your time to do me an interview. And I hope that I, you like it. I, I did the best I can. Now you know my whole story. Yes. Great stuff. Really yep. appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Great stories. They, 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 you know, it's a lot of boys that they have good stories too, you know, and then nobody knows. Nobody knows what, what we go through, you know. We live in a plane. We used to live in a plane, in a car, in a bus, in a hotel, gym, Everything except home, you know. And a lot of those guys. That's why a lot of them they're not with us anymore, you know. And because sometimes to me that they couldn't take it, you know what I mean? Depression. They become depression. They start using bad things. Uh, not me. I. I never got homesick, that's one thing. Never got homesick. And whenever I had time, I used to come here to Puerto Rico and see my, my family. But, uh, yeah. Like I said, not anymore. All those friends, all, I don't call them friends, I call them brothers. All my brothers are going little by little. Yeah. Sometimes I think that they're having a royal rumble up there and they go and they go. Don't wanna be there. Don't wanna miss it. What can I say, Mr. Very true. But I appreciate all yeah. the time tonight. Thank you so much. You have yourself a great night, but thank you so much for all the time. Thank you, sir. You have a nice day, night, a nice night. Uh, 
Owens, you married? Yes, sir. Well, take care of your of your wife and your kids. You know what I mean? Every That's time you have a chance and you're away from them, call them and tell them you love them. You know? It's the family is always the family. Amigo. You know? Uh, there's so many people that they, they, they miss to tell or the parents or, or, or the family or the, 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 the wife and kids, the kids, you know, says, you know, call them. I call my sons every morning. I call the other ones that they're in the state. I call them. I say, how are you? And I love you. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, that, I know that. Okay, don't never forget that I, I love you. You know, because it's very important for them. You take care of yourself, and thank you for the interview, senor. It was a pleasure for me. I love it. And, well, I got rid of a little weight that I had in my chest. Nice. Very good. <laughs> But uh, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. Have yourself a great night. Thank you. You have a better one. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies. Brother.